0: my name is Jeanette Smith then asked by my friend Lulu Love to make a recording for this day of empathy. I reached out to Lulu initially because of her involvement in restorative justice and didn't even realize we were already Facebook friends. Um, I am looking to speak to the person who murdered my 24-year-old brother, Jesse Smith, in 2002. I'd like to tell you a little bit about that, but I'd like to tell you a little bit about me first. I am a slavery abolitionist. I believe that slavery never ended due to the exceptions clause in the 13th Amendment. And because of my disability, I can't get out much to do a lot on the outside, but I try to do everything that I can from home to support people who are doing stuff on the outside. I'm also a death penalty opponent and a believer in racial justice. I believe that we all should have equity, equality, and inclusion across the board. I... Wanted to talk to the person who murdered my brother because I believe that I need some healing. I don't know that I can forgive him, but I want to know what he thinks. Does he have remorse? He got 30 years. He was only 19 when he killed my brother. There were two other men involved, and it was over a fight over someone not trusting the other men when they were trying to buy some cocaine. It was silly and stupid and something that never should have occurred. Two of the three decided to fight my brother, but he could fight, and one ran away from my brother to the top of the hill. The other was fighting my brother and losing, and he yelled to the guy at the top of the hill to shoot my brother. And he did, three times in the back. My brother lived at home, and he was 24 years old, so he would often spend the night, you know, maybe with some girl, a friend, whatever. No one worried if he was not home one night. But this was a time when not everybody had cell phones. So after a couple of days, everybody started getting worried because no one had heard from him. So my family started calling around. They couldn't find him. This fight occurred on a country road so it took a couple of days before somebody found my brother's body and when they did the autopsy they realized he had been shot and pretty much everyone knew who he left with. They had all met at my other brother's bar and so there were many witnesses who saw the men who left with my brother. They were quickly called in for questioning And the driver, who had no part in the fight and no part in the shooting, quickly told the whole story. And so then they all changed their confessions and admitted what happened. They had wanted to rob the drug dealer, not my brother, but the other three men and my brother refused. When they got to the drug dealer's house, the drug dealer didn't trust them and refused to sell them anything tried to talk my brother into not leaving with them, but my brother was pretty tough guy, could fight, thought he could handle himself, and he came with them, so he left with them. While they were driving back, an argument ensued, and one of the men, probably the shooter, told the driver to pull over to the side of the road, and they got out and started fighting, Two of them couldn't take him, so, of course, the one ran up the hill. The one that was losing the fight at the bottom of the hill yelled to his friend to shoot my brother, and he did three times. Because everybody knew who my brother had left with, they were quickly called in by the police and questioned, and the driver quickly told the whole story. So... They were immediately placed in jail, and it took 22 months before the trial came around. They plea bargained with the driver who was initially charged with first-degree murder. He got a lesser sentence of, I believe, lynching, and the one who was fighting my brother but didn't shoot him also got a lynching charge. The driver who had told everything and cooperated with the police the most got time served and was released after 22 months of county jail the one who fought my brother got six years he did his six years and was released the shooter wanted to fight the charge in court and he did on the first day we had jury selection he uh, wanted to have pictures of my brother not admitted or his confession, but the judge ruled that both of those would be admitted into the trial. So the following day, when we came in, they had made a plea bargain that he would get 30 years for a second degree murder. But because it's murder, he would do all of the 30 years. He has now done 20. And this long of a distance or long of a time period, I now feel like I I can talk to him. And I just want him to know how much he destroyed my family. Not only did he kill my brother, but my dad drank himself to death. My dad died from cirrhosis in 2008. He could not handle that my brother was shot and was alone and dying in a ditch. My other brother, who is 18 months apart from him, is now a homeless heroin addict. My youngest brother also is on drugs and his family has split up. He was an HVAC supervisor making good money, but he now just cuts trees along with his son from time to time and doesn't even have a real job. And is in real need of mental health care. And I have another brother who went to prison. So I do have some sympathy for the man who killed my brother's family because I know what it's like to have a loved one in prison and how horrible our prison system is. So through restorative justice, I'm hoping for some healing. I want the man who murdered my brother to know that he didn't just kill my brother, that he destroyed my family, and he probably knows how much he destroyed his own. But he was only 19 years old, so what I want to ask him is, does he have remorse? How does he feel about it? And he will be out in 10 years, and he will only be 49 years old if nothing happens to him in prison. And I want to know if he wants to do something good, like speaking to young people and letting them know how a split-second decision when you're young and thinking you're doing something brave or or bad or that you're just a tough guy, and you can do this, how that split second decision can harm so many people. Take a life, destroy the family of the person you murdered, destroy your own family and destroy your own life. And I don't wish anything bad on him when he gets out. I hope that he does positive things and I wanna talk to him about that because if he hasn't considered it, I hope me speaking to him will make him consider doing something good for the world. So that my brother's death wasn't totally in vain. I think this day of empathy is wonderful. And I wish I could be in person to one of the events. But I can't. But I'm sending this message to say I support you all and I am sending love and I hope my message helps some people understand um, what we all go through or a lot of people go through and I believe we're all more alike than different and how we need to look at each other with more kindness and empathy and compassion and I think that's what you guys are trying to do and I applaud it and I'm sending love Thank you. Hi, my name is Janet Smith. I've been asked by my friend Lou Love to make a recording for this day of empathy. I reached out to Lulu initially because of her involvement in restorative justice and didn't even realize we were already Facebook friends. Um, I am looking to speak to the person who murdered my 24-year-old brother, Jesse Smith, in 2002. I'd like to tell you a little bit about that, but I'd like to tell you a little bit about me first. I am a slavery abolitionist. I believe that slavery never ended due to the exceptions clause in the 13th amendment. And because of my disability, I can't get out much to do a lot on the outside, but I try to do everything that I can from home to support people who are doing stuff on the outside. I'm also a death penalty opponent and a believer in racial justice. I believe that we all should have equity, equality, and inclusion across the board. I wanted to talk to the person who murdered my brother because I believe that I need some healing. I don't know that I can forgive him But I want to know what he thinks. Does he have remorse? He got 30 years. He was only 19 when he killed my brother. There were two other men involved and it was over a fight over someone not trusting the other men when they were trying to buy some cocaine. It was silly and stupid and something that never should have occurred two of the three decided to fight my brother but he could fight and one ran away from my brother to the top of the hill. The other was fighting my brother and losing and he yelled to the guy at the top of the hill to shoot my brother and he did three times in the back. My brother lived at home and he was 24 years old so he would often spend the night you know maybe with some girl, a friend, whatever. No one worried if he was not home one night. But this was a time when not everybody had cell phones. So after a couple of days, everybody started getting worried because no one had heard from him. So my family started calling around. They couldn't find him. This fight occurred on a country road. So it took a couple of days before somebody found my brother's body. And when they did the autopsy, they realized he had been shot. And pretty much everyone knew who he had left with. They had all met at my other brother's bar. And so there were many witnesses who saw the men who left with my brother. They were quickly called in for questioning. And the driver, who had no part in the fight and no part in the shooting, quickly told the whole story. And so then they all changed their confessions and admitted what happened. They had wanted to rob the drug dealer. Not my brother, but the other three men and my brother refused. When they got to the drug dealer's house, the drug dealer didn't trust them and refused to sell them anything. T- tried to talk my brother into not leaving with them. But my brother was pretty tough guy, could fight, thought he could handle himself and he came with them, so he left with them. While they were driving back, an argument ensued, and one of the men, probably the shooter, told the driver to pull over to the side of the road, and they got out and started fighting. Two of them couldn't take him, so of course the one ran up the hill. The one that was losing the fight at the bottom of the hill yelled to his friend to shoot my brother and he did three times because everybody knew who my brother had left with they were quickly called in by the police and questioned and the driver quickly told the whole story so they were immediately placed in jail and it took 22 months before the trial came around a plea bargain with the driver who was initially charged with first degree murder he got a lesser sentence of I believe lynching and the one who was fighting my brother but didn't shoot him also got a lynching charge the driver who had told everything and cooperated with the police the most got time served and was released after 22 months of county jail The one who fought my brother got six years. He did his six years and was released. The shooter wanted to fight the charge in court and he did on the first day we had jury selection. He uh, wanted to have pictures of my brother not admitted or his confession, but the judge ruled that both of those would be admitted into the trial. So the following day when we came in, they had made a plea bargain that he would get 30 years for second-degree murder. But because it's murder, he would do all of the 30 years. He has now done 20. And this long of a distance or long of a time period, I now feel like I, I can talk to him. And I just want him to know how much he destroyed my family. Not only did he kill my brother, but my dad drank himself to death. My dad died from cirrhosis in 2008. He could not handle that my brother was shot and was alone and dying in a ditch. My other brother who is 18 months apart from him is now a homeless heroin addict. My youngest brother also is on drugs and his family has split up. He was an HVAC supervisor making good money but he now just cuts trees along with his son from time to time and doesn't even have a real job and is in real need of mental health care and I have another brother who went to prison so I do have some sympathy for the man who killed my brother's family because I know what it's like to have a loved one in prison and how horrible our prison system is so through restorative justice I'm hoping for some healing I want the man who murdered my brother to know that he didn't just kill my brother that he destroyed my family and he probably knows how much he destroyed his own but he was only 19 years old So what I want to ask him is, does he have remorse? How does he feel about it? And he will be out in 10 years. And he will only be 49 years old if nothing happens to him in prison. And I want to know if he wants to do something good, like speaking to young people and letting them know how a split-second decision when you're young and thinking you're doing something Brave, or or bad, or that you're just a tough guy and you can do this, how that split-second decision can harm so many people. Take a life. Destroy the family of the person you murdered. Destroy your own family. And destroy your own life. And I don't wish anything bad on him when he gets out. I hope that he does positive things and I want to talk to him about that because if he hasn't considered it, I hope me speaking to him will make him consider doing something good for the world so that my brother's death wasn't totally in vain. I think the day of empathy is wonderful and I wish I could be in person to one of the events but I can't, but I'm sending this message to say I support you all and I am sending love and I hope my message helps some people understand uh, what we all go through or a lot of people go through. And I believe we're all more alike than different and how we need to look at each other with more kindness and empathy and compassion And I think that's what you guys are trying to do. And I applaud it. And I'm sending love. Thank you.